Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Terry Madonna is a professor at Franklin and Marshall College, political science professor. He's also the founder of the uh, Keystone Poll, the oldest poll conducted exclusively for Pennsylvania. And Professor Madonna's specialty is the American presidency and political behavior. Professor Madonna, I don't know where to start. Should I start with the poll or should I start with political behavior? I'll tell you, we don't know ourselves here. This has gotten all very complicated with, you know, lawsuits in a bunch of states over a variety of, uh, you know, aspects of the election. And I keep reminding people there are two things that have to play out. One, in some states, there's an automatic recount if an election is within a certain percentage, uh, usually about a half a percent or so. That's that's point number one. And second is these elections have to be certified. You follow me? They have to be certified. Right now, the votes that are out there are fine. And, you know, we can make make some assumptions about them and talk about them. But the bottom line is simple. You've got to have those these elections certified by the appropriate county and state officials. So we can start with that. We can start with the polls. It's, you're, you're the boss, whatever you want to do. Well, let's talk about, and thank you for that. Let's uh, let's talk about the polling. And your, <laughs> I don't often hear that from a guest that I'm the boss, but I'll take it. <laughs> So let's talk about the polling that you did in Pennsylvania. It's been the state that everybody's been looking at, waiting for. It was essentially, it was the state that 1130, I think, or 11 o'clock on Saturday morning, yesterday morning, made the difference and had Associated Press say initially that, okay, that Joe Biden is the presumptive president um, or president. I don't know what the term is. So President-elect. That's it. And But it's presumed president-elect, as you just pointed out. Right. So, Professor um, Madonna, what, what was your polling showing in, in Pennsylvania well, we in the had, days leading up to the, had, to the election? We had Biden winning by six points. Most of the polls were the polls done by, you know, sort of established, recognized pollsters were four five and six and seven. And right now, Biden has a lead less than one percent. But there's still thousands of votes, particularly what they call provisional votes, votes to be counted. And that's well within the five-point margin of error in our poll. So we're very comfortable with it. Remember, polls are snapshots. They're not predictive. They are what they are at the moment they're done. And, you know, if you're within the margin of error, that's perhaps about all you can expect. But there is a problem with pollsters trying to reach Trump supporters for a whole variety of reasons. The most important one, I think, is many of Trump's voters as you undoubtedly know, dislike the media intensely. And they think that many of the polls are done by and for the media. And therefore, they uh, they don't want to discuss it. They don't want to talk to pollsters. They, and so many of the polls underestimated the Trump support in some of these states. And that, that, that that's probably... There are many other factors to it, but that, that's one of the most important. Why did Pennsylvania switch from Trump to Biden, Trump in 16, Biden in 20? Right. Well, first of all, you have to look at what's going on in the suburbs in our country, suburbs outside of, the, outside of not just the big cities, but smaller cities as well. 
And what's going on is in, in, there's been a heavy shift away from the Republican Party in the suburbs to the Democrats. And it's driven by college-educated voters, particularly college-educated women, along with millennials. That's young voters. There are about 89 million of them. And many of them inhabit the suburbs. They reside in the suburbs. And in my state, in the Philadelphia suburbs, there are four counties. Uh, Joe Biden won 95,000 more votes than Hillary Clinton did in 2016. And Biden also won a couple of the working class counties in Pennsylvania that that Donald Trump won four years ago. And so there's a, when you, you know, when you get elections this close, it's like a, what I call a chessboard. Every piece has a relative importance and three or four different aspects of the election can make a difference. If you get my point, when we're only talking about 40, 50, 60,000 vote differences. Uh, is there a, a chance? Cause you've talked about f- fairly thin margins here. Is there a chance that uh, that this may that the Pennsylvania numbers may change as the counting continues, or is it? Are you pretty sure it'll stay as it is? Yeah, I mean, uh, we do have thousands of of uh, provisional ballots to check, and you know, there's lawsuits uh, in our state facing uh, a question. Uh, the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania decided that that ballots received on election day. Not no postmarked on November third could be counted up through Friday of this week, or now I guess I have to say the past week, don't I? Uh, uh, November sixth, and so there are challenges to that. Make, but I would be actually surprised if it changes. But we don't know what the courts will do. It's going to have to be a pretty serious problem, I think, that gets raised in the courts. All right, let me put it this way. The, the courts are going to have to take it serious enough to override the uh, Biden percentage right now. And uh, I'm not I'm not convinced that the courts will do that. But, you know, who knows? I mean, it, it, one thing you can't do is, is make 100 percent predictions about what the courts are likely to do, as you probably know. Yeah. Professor Madonna, one more question. We have about 40, 45 seconds. You're a, an expert. I mean, you're one of your specialties is the American presidency. How much pressure is there on Donald Trump now to concede? Well, there's a lot of pressure, but he's not going to. In fact, he's the reports out of some of his folks that have been in our press here in uh, the United States. Trump said he won't attend Biden's inauguration ceremony. He hasn't conceded. He's not going to concede until the elections are certified and until these court actions are, are, are complete. I don't I don't I don't think he's likely to uh, uh, concede very soon. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame the guy for not conceding until it's certified. No, no. He has every right. And he has every right to go to court. I mean, and I'm, I'm saying this as a neutral. I'd say it if it were reversed, you know, and if it were Biden who was trailing by one, you know, in some of these battleground states of which there's, you know, this legal action going to take place. Mm-hmm. Candidates have every right to pursue legally. And, 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 and to quote on that one, you're exactly right. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. 
And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.